This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach. Many, many years ago in a galaxy far, far away, I fell in love with the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It was by Stephen Covey. It came out in 1989. I'm not sure whether I read it immediately or it took me almost a year to read it, but of those seven habits, I fell in love with habit number three, which is put first things first. Uh, habit number one is be proactive. Habit number two is... Uh, start with the end in mind. But when I got to habit number three, which was put first things first, I fell in love. And if you remember it, they had a uh, they had a chart. And in that chart was important, not important, and urgent, not urgent. And the, the basic concept was is that we spend a lot of time in important, in important, uh, important and urgent. That's where we spend all our time. And a lot of times spend time in not important and not urgent, but that the, the box that we needed to be in was important, not urgent urgent. That was the box that we needed to be in. And, and when I looked at that chart and it had that star in that chart, it just made so much sense to me. And whether you were looking at something that was business oriented or whether, you, whether in my case you were looking at personal things, it meant that, that the things that you needed to make time for were in this important, not urgent category. And they were the ones that usually got missed because we were so focused on the important and urgent stuff and the not important, not urgent stuff that, that we missed these things and they got relegated to farther down our priorities. And when they got relegated to farther down our priorities, we never got to them yet. They were, they were really, really important to us. And the whole concept of making time has always fascinated me. And, and the definition of making time is freeing up your schedule. Uh, if you remember back in high school days, it was also making time was kind of like wooing someone. Uh, making time is prioritizing the activity or taking steps to address a particular issue. And then, a, and then the one that I like the most is, is that a sense of intentionality or commitment towards a specific goal or objective. Making time for someone or something because making time is are for the best things in our life. That We make time for the best things in our life. We make time for our kids. We make time with our parents. Make time for our spouse. We make time for vacation. We make time for exercise. We make time for our faith. In business, we, we make time for key customers or employees. We make time for contributors. We even make time for vendors. And, and of course, we will make time to play with our dog. So welcome to podcast 89. I want to talk to you about making time in your contact center. If you listened last week to podcast 88, and if you haven't, I would encourage you to listen to it. I told you last week that the key to success was 
coaching first for every problem or challenge and the superpower of time, that there were two superpowers, coaching and time. Together, if you, would, if you could master these two superpowers, they would allow you to make time. And when we, when we make time in our contact center, we get extraordinary results. And that, the, and that the answer to almost every issue that we have is the ability for us to make time. When you make time in a contact center, people stick around longer. Because if we, if we make time in the sense that we create an environment where people want to stick around, we make time because they're there longer. And so instead of our average attrition being nine months or 18 months or two years, it jumps to two and a half years or it jumps from nine months to 12 months or nine months to 13 months. When we do that, we make time because we, we have to hire less people. The people that are already trained stick around longer and they're the ones that give us the best performance. We also make time when we reduce AHT. Because when we're able to coach and direct and, and, and train people so that they're better, they've got better skills, better information, better attitude, better knowledge, whatever you want to say, when we do that, they're able to perform better on different types of calls, more different types of calls, more focus on the calls, which means they have better call control, they have better attention. All the different circumstances they do, it, it allows us to have better AHT, and we need to do this one call at a time. You've heard me say this over and over. The very worst employee that you have today will talk to more of your customers than your most highfalutin marketing executive might talk to in a year. When we can reduce AHT, we make time. It dramatically changes what we do. So we have to, we can make time one by one, one employee at a time, maybe one particular area at a time or one particular skill at a time or one particular attitude at a time or one particular better adherence at a time. We can improve HT and we can make time. The third way that we make time is that if our supervisors and our team leads are better and more capable as coaches, and we pour into them so that they're better trained, they're better coached, they're better engaged, they're better skilled, <clears throat> then they're better and they can affect more. And we get, we get more coaching, we get better co coaching, and we get an environment where they actually make a difference. I'm in the business of not only doing that, but also coming alongside and creating more coaching using technology, which of course saves more time and creates coaching even when you're not coaching. And so when we do these three components, right, better talented, skilled supervisors and team leads, reduce AHT and get people to stick around longer, we make time. Last week, I told you what the two superpowers were. They were... They were coaching and time. If we could have the superpowers of coaching and time, then we could make time. And I told you that those were two superpowers. But last week, I didn't tell you the answer to everything in a contact center. I didn't give you the end result of if we make time using superpowers, the answer to every question in a contact center. The answer to every question in a contact center is a loyal, informed 
which means trained, skilled, and engaged employee, whether it's a frontline or a supervisor, that is, and our team leads, that is the answer. The answer to every problem in a contact center is a loyal, informed, skilled, engaged employee. Frontline team leads and supervisors. If we're capable of doing that, if we're capable of accomplishing that, if we can have an organization that is focused on and building those types of results in people, everything else is a solution. Quality monitoring, workforce management, even AI are all designed to supplement and to try to help create or enhance loyal, informed, skilled, engaged employees. We have a tendency in contact centers to spend too much time trying to save time rather than make time. I cannot tell you the number of contact centers that I've been in that they just don't have any time. We, we, we've got no time. We've got, we've got no time for the people to do the work. We've got no time for people to coach more because we're out of time, because we're busy, because we've got an enormous amount of traffic and we, we just can't do that. But we don't save time in our day-to-day -day life with things that are really, really important to us. We don't save time with our kids. We don't save time with our parents. We don't save time with our vacation. We don't try to save time with key employees. You make time. We sometimes confuse saving time and making time with saving money. If you wanna save money in your contact center, you need to make time. Let me say that again. If you wanna save money in your contact center, if you wanna, you wanna work within your budget, if you wanna be able to have additional resources and funding so that you can do more technology or have more fun or do different things or pursue different goals or pursue, pursue different opportunities, then you need to make time. And if we make time, we create loyal, informed, skilled, engaged, frontline, and supervisor and team leads. So let's walk through each one of these components that are the answer to contact centers. So let's look at what an employee is in these categories. What is a loyal employee? A loyal employee is one that's connected to the company, their peers, their leaders, and your customers. And they fit. They fit in your organization. And they fit because they, they feel like they belong in your organization. And their performance fits within your organization, where the more than likely means that they are successful and you're an organization that celebrates their success. If you've listened to my very first podcast, we talk about the fact of roses, daisies, and weeds. And you know that you're there when your roses, daisies, and weeds are better than your competitors' roses. When my weed is better than their roses, I know I've made it, I've hit it, I'm as, I'm as good as I'm gonna get when my weeds, my lowest performers, are better than somebody else's roses. And when you're in that environment, it means that you're celebrating everybody's performance. But even a weed that's performing poorly in your organization is having some success, it's important that you celebrate that. When a person in your organization feels respected, they feel appreciated, they feel recognized, they recognize that they're a team player and they fit, they're loyal. 
and they're loyal in their performance because they're succeeding and they're getting better. People are only in your organization. There's really only three types of people in your organization. There's people that want a career with you and they see themselves moving up through the organization. There's people that are professionals, um, maybe professional in a contact center, and they see themselves as being right where they are. Or they see themselves as being right where they are, but just not for a very long period of time because you're just going to be a season because they're going to go somewhere else. And there's people that make a mistake and they, they just don't belong there at all. <clears throat> Those first two groups are people that can be very, very loyal to you. The length of time that they're there, their purpose for being there may be completely different, but they're loyal to you and that loyalty will make them stick around for a little bit longer. And when we focus on and direct our technology and direct our intentions and direct our, our, our attitudes towards, towards having loyal employees, we make time. And we make time because they stay longer. And whether they stay longer as a full-time rep or they stay longer as an other opportunity um, or whether they, they intentionally stay longer because they like it or they unintentionally stay longer because they don't even recognize that they're loyal, you win because you're making time because you've got people that are sticking around longer and people that stick around longer that are trained and are up to speed are very, very valuable to you. Next up is informed. And when I say they're informed, that means that that means all components of being being informed. So that's an original new hire all the way through. So someone who's initially a new hire and trained, but they're also retrained. They're retrained and 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 updated effectively and quickly. Which means that training never stops. Do we need more training or more coaching? We need, we need both. We need more training and more coaching. And more training and more coaching is going to give us an informed employee. And an informed employee is one that's going to be very, very successful for, for us because they know the answers when they need to know the answers and they're up to speed and ready so they have the capacity and the capability to be successful. We all see early on our, our ability to, to, to help our, our employees be informed. And, 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 and so that they know what's going on. And then as, as they proceed through and they, and they kind of have it all, then what we're trying to do is to help them be more informed and have a better understanding of new things that come out. Or maybe, maybe we need to renew or remind or uh, recognize or reinforce something that they've already learned. An informed employee allows us to make time because we can reduce AHT systematically and constantly. We're constantly informing them. We're constantly making them better, which is giving them materials and capabilities that will allow them to be better performing in their calls. And they'll be better performing in their calls whether they're, whether they're energized or whether they're tired because they'll have better retention. We believe that you need to quiz people every single solitary day. And that learning and, and getting informed and coaching is something that occurs daily, every day, without, without fail. They're constantly getting better. We're constantly in the pursuit of getting better. Next up is skilled. Skilled is, is, is call center skill sets. All the skill sets that are necessary for someone to be successful. 
And I, I've heard that term used as, as soft skills, which everybody knows. And somebody said the other day that in today's environment, we actually need tough skills because they're taking away the more simple calls and all we're left with is, is tougher calls. Which, whichever component that you want to have, we're in the business of, of trying to improve their skills constantly. Because when we do that, of course, we get better AHT, we get better performance, we get better CSAT, we get better F- FCR. And in each one of those instances, the more skilled they are, the more that we're pouring into them. And when we pour into them, they're getting better at their jobs. They're getting better in their skills. And the skills don't just have to be contact center related. We can give them skills that might help them in their next job or in their next career because we're pouring into them. And that gives them confidence, which makes them want to stick around a little bit loyal because it makes them more loyal because they're learning skills and they're getting better. When people get better, it creates an environment where they, where they have the potential to be successful and they want to be successful. And how do we make time with skilled? Well, again, it's HT. But the person is also less stressed because they have the skills and the capability to overcome the long, bad, draining calls or the ones that have been a challenge before for them. These skills, these successful skills, allow them to overcome the issues that they have and, and the issues associated with allowing them to perform better in their calls. So I play golf. I have a buddy that is much better than me. He's a much better golfer than I am. He always has a better time. When he hits a bad shot or ends up in a bad place, he has an answer, a skill, an idea, a plan to get out of trouble. I don't. So so when he gets in trouble because of his skills, he's able to get out of trouble quicker, which which allows him to have a, a better time. The more skills, the more skills you pour into a rep, the more time that you focus on making them better at their job, the, the, the more enjoyable it's going to be for them, the more success they're going to have, the more opportunities you're going to have to recognize their success, the more they're going to be able to look and get some positive reinforcement. And when they can begin to overcome the bad calls or the tough calls, or the complicated calls, or they learn a skill or a talent that they didn't have before, it makes them want to stick around because they're, they're learning, they're getting better. And again, even if they stick around two more months on average than they have before, you're making time. You've created an environment where you're, where you're making time and that's better for you. And finally up is engaged. An engaged employee. An engaged employee is one that's focused, motivated, encouraged, rewarded, recognized. These people are... They're engaged. But engaged is also everything about doing their job. When an employee's engaged, they're actually doing their job. They're doing all facets of their job. They're, they're, they're doing them to the best of their ability because their attention and focus and purpose is about doing their job. Now, when we, we seek out to engage them, we're seeking out to engage them in ways that's going to connect them to the company, to their purpose, to their job, to the things that they're doing. Supervisors and team leads play a, play a huge role in engagement. Matter of fact, coaching is all about engaging employees. Everything about coaching, whether it be the supervisor or team lead that's doing the coaching or the person that's on the receiving end of it, all of that's about engagement. Every component of that is about engaging the employee. All of the technology that we put in place, 
all of the QM that we do, all of the customer feedback back that we receive, that we put into their hands, engages the employee. And an engaged employee allows us to make time because an engaged employee, everything from adherence, attendance, CSAT, FCR, all of it comes into play with an engaged employee. Today, I shared with you the four pillars of success in a contact center. We talked about loyal, informed, skilled, and engaged. But when I talked to you about them, I actually did them in reverse because it starts with engagement. If we, can, if we know how to engage, then we can coach and we can inform or train. And that engagement has to start from the very beginning, right in new hire training. And coaching has to start in new hire training. But if we engage and we inform and we build skills, then we'll get success. And with success comes loyalty. So engagement, while the fourth one that I shared today is mission critical to your success. And these four together provide a formula that allows you to excel in your jobs. If you want to make a difference in your contact center, if you want to stand out, if you want to be special, learn how to have these four as core competencies in your contact center. When you have a loyal, informed, skilled, engaged employee, you can take on the world. You can take on every challenge that you've got in your organization. Every one of them. Do you have an organization that knows how to make time? If you don't, you should. Quit focusing on saving time and begin to focus on making time. Making time with employees that stick around longer, making time with reducing your AHT, and making time by having supervisors and leaders that are extraordinary at coaching. Because when you do that, you make time, and when you make time, you have a powerful, powerful contact center. Well, that's Podcast 89, and hopefully you enjoyed it. And if I sound a little bit passionate about coaching, it's because I deal with it every day. I see organizations that embrace and focus on coaching and focus on connecting with their employees and utilizing skills and talents and technology to get in a competitive advantage because they're able to overcome all four of these areas and they're building loyal, informed, skilled, engaged employees. I tell you every week that you can be a great leader. It just requires an enormous amount of hard work and focus, and you need to bring people alongside you to help you out. And if you understand a subject, you need to help them as well. Listen, this is a crazy, crazy business. We're all in it together. Sometimes I feel like I'm a lone voice in the wilderness out here talking about how important it is for you to coach your frontline employees and how, how critical that is to your success. Hopefully, I shared that with you today in this podcast, and if you like it, let me know. If you hate it, let me know. But if you like it, share it with someone else. Share it with your leader. Share it with the people that make the decisions. Give me a call. Let us help. It's been great to talk to you this week. Look forward to talking to you next. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach.